Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the 23rd chapter of Matthew, and as as we've seen, uh, the story is developing. Okay, the encounters are flowing, what is happening in the life of Jesus. And this 23rd chapter right here is really a very, very intense encounter. And it sets up what Jesus is actually going to wind up teaching on in Matthew 24 and 25. And then what's happening in the balance of the, the book with Jesus being killed and resurrected from the dead. And so this is a pivotal, pivotal chapter. We've looked at the first seven verses. I'm going to go back and reread them to remind us the context, then maybe hopefully go for the next three or four verses past that. So here's Matthew, uh, chapter 23, verse 1, says this, Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Therefore, all that they tell you, do and observe, but do not do according to their deeds, for they say things and do not do them. They tie up heavy burdens and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are unwilling to move them with so much as a finger. But they do all their deeds to be noticed by men, for they broaden their phylacteries and lengthen the tassels of their garments. They love the place of honor at banquets and the chief seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces, and being called rabbi by men. So we've covered up to that point right there, and Jesus is dealing with uh, really the attitude of these religious rulers. And he's already told the people, hey, they sit there in the seat of Moses. In other words, when they're teaching what Moses says, okay, then give heed to that, observe that, but don't observe what they do. Also, that whole thing that they have seated themselves in the chair of Moses They have created this whole religious thing that's going on right here, okay? But then Jesus gives some word of warnings here, beginning with the 8th verse of Matthew 23. As a matter of fact, in the 8th verse, the ninth verse, and the 10th verse, the first thing that is said in each one of these verses is, do not be called, okay? Do not be called, do not call, and do not be called. So listen to what Jesus says, verse 8. But do not be called a rabbi, for one is your teacher, and you are all brothers. Verse 9, do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. Verse 10, do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is Christ. And that word leader right there can also be translated as teacher. So he's saying, hey, don't be called the rabbi, you know, your teacher. Don't be called father because there's only one who is the father and he's in heaven. And don't be called the leader or any title that we might give for a leader. Just think about that. There's several titles that we give for leaders, okay? And they're, they're often uh, uh, words that are used in Scripture, but we've sort of perverted them, you know, like bishop or um, a pastor or things like that. So what is Jesus saying right here? Well, let me just read verse 11, and he tells us exactly what he's saying. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. 
remember the disciples had asked Jesus that earlier, you know, who's the greatest among us? And it's kind of, they were actually arguing among themselves over that. And so what's he saying? He says, hey, these guys love being called rabbis. But don't be called rabbi because there's only one that is your teacher. And he says, don't call anybody on, your earth, on the earth here, Father. There's only one who is your Father, and he's in heaven. And don't get caught up calling yourself, you know, leader or pastor or superintendent or bishop or the great kahuna or whatever title you want to come up with because there's only one who is your leader. So Jesus is saying this. If you really want to be <coughs> the leader, if you want to be the greatest, but the greatest among you shall be your servant. You have the servant attitude. You have the servant heart. Now, sometimes people will take this to the other hyper extreme where they reject all titles. No, what this is talking about is when you're coming along and you demand to be called something. See, these religious rulers, they love the respectful greetings in the marketplaces, and they love being called rabbi. In the vernacular of our day, we would uh, say they love being called teacher. They love being called pastor. They love being called deacon or elder or whatever it may be. They love the title because it speaks to them and who they are. And Jesus said, don't do that. He said the same way with Father. There's only one Father who is in heaven. You know, I've shared this before, but it's just such a great account. Many, many years ago, when our kids were still at home, we took our two youngest ones to a big uh, festival that's held here every year as a fundraiser for a local school. It's a great event. And, um, and it's held at the uh, Catholic school. And so one of the Catholic priests was a friend of mine. I'd met him many years ago. Just a great, great guy, uh, Father Kevin. He has since gone to glory and just a wonderful man of God. And so I was going to introduce him to our two youngest girls, and they were probably like, what, 12, 14, 13, 15, something like that. And there's just people all around us. And here he is and in his black regalia and everything. And, and I see him, and I walk up to him with the girls. And I say, girls, here, I want to introduce to you and I was going to say, Father Kevin, because on, uh, in his environment there, on his campus, at his place, that's the title he goes by. So I'm going to honor that title. Okay. But he cut me off. I said, I want to introduce to you. And he immediately went, hey, girls, I'm Kevin. Just cut me off right there. Now, what was he doing? He was letting me know, which I knew already because I knew him, right? But he's letting them know also, hey, you don't have to call me father. You know, I'm, you're not a part of my parish, you know, under my leadership or anything like that. So you don't have to call me that. You call me Kevin. He's not going to demand that you call him father. Jesus is dealing with those who demand to be called father. Uh, I, I got a friend in town that's like that the same way. Uh, in his church, he's, he's retired now, but they would call him Dr. So-and-so because he had a doctoral degree. That's fine, you know. And I would call him that all the time when I'm around him and his church and everything. And he would get on me. He said, no, no, and he's, he's called me by my first name. And I said, I know. When it's just me and him, I do. But it's when I'm in the environment with the people that call him that, then I will honor that environment and call him by that thing. But you know what? He doesn't demand it. He doesn't demand to be called teacher. He doesn't demand, Kevin didn't demand to be called father. They don't command to be called leader, though a lot of them do. They'll come along. They want to be called by that title. And then they'll use all sorts of little 
cute things. They'll say, well, I worked many, many years for this degree. I worked many, many years for this position. So therefore, I think I need to be uh, addressed in this way, to which I'm thinking, really now? Really? You know, don't you know the Word of God? Don't you know that the greatest among you will be servant? And if you're sitting there exalting yourself with really the foolishness of a title, of a label, if that's your attitude, and <coughs> how's it going to really be then about what's the real nature of your heart? Well, Jesus completes his little thought right here in verse 12. He said, whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Well, there you go. If you're exalting yourself and you're exalting yourself by title and place and position and your credentials and all that wonderful stuff, uh, then you're going to be humbled. But if you walk in the humility and the power of the Spirit, then the Lord will exalt you. And He will exalt you in the way that He wants to exalt you. And He will exalt you in the time that He wants to exalt you. And His exalting of you will be that which brings Him the greatest glory. Boy, that's something to hang on to right there. So fret not. Realize that whatever God's doing, if we're walking in humility, if we're serving Him, He will do it 